Hi, everyone. I'm Richard Roberts, and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. I want to talk about Daniel today. Daniel must have been quite a guy. I'm sure you all know the story of how he uh, was uh, thrown into a lion's den because of his prayer, but the Lord saved him from it. The lions apparently weren't hungry that day, <laughs> and Daniel was saved. It's ama- amazing to me how they got hungry, though, when the king threw the other guys in. <laughs> anyway, I want to talk about Daniel. I want to focus in just on one passage of Scripture from Daniel chapter 3, uh, beginning at verse—I'm uh, sorry, I beg your pardon, Daniel 9, uh, verse 3. Where, where the Bible says, and I set my faith unto the Lord. And I set my face unto the Lord. Now, these are the words of Daniel. Daniel is making a poignant plea here to God to hear his prayer and to answer. Now, you know, when you pray, you want to know that God hears you. Well, of course, the Bible says that God hears and answers prayer. But you want to make sure that your prayer is in line with his word. And if you listen to his prayer as you read on, you'll see that he lists how his nation, Israel, has made a mockery of God by disobeying the word. And he calls on God to forgive his nation and to bring deliverance. Now, if you study, you'll find that the Israelites had been taken captive and they were made slaves by the Babylonians. And he, along with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and hundreds of others, the the prized young people, had been kidnapped and taken to Babylon. And the reason is because they had gone away from the laws of God and his word and God, you know, you, you get yourself into trouble sometimes and you blame it on God when you did it to yourself and you opened a hedge and you allowed Satan to come in. So what did Daniel do? Well, he was a man of prayer. He prayed and he prayed even when he was told not to. As a matter of fact, that's how he got thrown into a lion's den because he was told he couldn't pray and yet he continued to pray. And he prayed a prayer of sincere concentration. It wasn't a long prayer. And that's good for you to know because it's not the length of your prayer. You know, they said that uh, Peter prayed a three-word prayer, Lord, save me. If he prayed any longer, he would have drowned. So uh, it's not the length of your prayer or the frequency of your prayer. It's really the fervency of your heart, the sincerity, we might say, the sincerity of your faith and the sincerity of your heart. If you're hearing a buzz outside, it's because I think the lawn guy is doing my lawn. (laughs) Anyway, he prayed a steadfast prayer of confidence. Uh, I used to love to listen to Pastor Adrian Rogers. He was a great man of God, and uh, I got to be with him several times. He, He pastored in Memphis, went home to be with the Lord some years ago. But Pastor Rogers used to say, it is impossible to see the greatness of God and the mercies of God, and not pray with confidence. So you must face your problems, but you focus your faith on God in the midst of your problems. And he prayed a sincere prayer of confession. (laughs) Now they say confession's good for the soul, but it's mighty bad for the reputation. Well, (laughs) but you know, there are things in your life you need to confess to God. You need to get them out of you. You need to know that he he is forgiving you. But you know, you don't receive forgiveness automatically. You got to ask for it. So Daniel continued to pray and he prayed that God would forgive his nation for sinning against the Lord in the first place. And we need to do the same thing. We need to do it in America. We need to do it for killing the unborn. We need to do it for all the hatred and all the violence that we see in the streets and for the fighting and the bickering and all the backbiting that we see going on in our Congress right now. 
for the secular humanistic teachings going on in many of our schools and for taking prayer out of our schools and taking prayer out of our athletic contests, as well as a number of other things. We need to pray. And Daniel prayed. He prayed over these things over his nation, and that's a prayer that we as Christians need to pray for our nation. He also prayed a prayer with spiritual concern. Sorry about the noise outside. (laughs) He prayed for the removal of guilt and the restoration of God's glory. I know you're hearing all that behind me. (laughs) I can only imagine what it must sound like. It's pretty loud here in my kitchen. We need to pray for revival in our land, not just for America's sake, but for the glory of God so that we can once again be America the way America was called to be. Prayer, my father Earl Roberts taught me, is the key that unlocks the throne of God's mercy. Prayer opens the pathway to God. I believe in prayer. Much prayer, much power. Little prayer, little power. No prayer, no power. Now, when I was a child, I prayed a very simple prayer at night before I went to bed. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray thee, Lord, my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Well, that was a child's prayer. And sometimes they would let me pray at the dinner table. Oh God, thank you for this food. In Jesus' name, amen. That was pretty much the limit of my prayer. That was the the fullness of my prayer. I was just a child. But, you know, I put away childish things when I became an adult. And when I gave my heart to Christ at 19, just two weeks before my 20th birthday, I became a man of prayer. Now, it didn't start big. It started small because I had not been a person of prayer. But as the years went by, I grew stronger and stronger and stronger in my prayer. Even that night that I gave my heart to the Lord, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, began praying in tongues and interpreting back the way the Apostle Paul taught in 1 Corinthians 14. Yes, it is a good thing to do. It's not spiritual heresy, as some people say. But over the years, I've become a person of prayer. And way back in the days when uh, I first uh, became president of the university here in Tulsa, some oh, more than 20 years ago, 25 years ago, I guess, um, I, I would get up early in the morning, like at six o'clock in the morning, and get on my face before the, before the Lord and pray, and pray over our ministry and pray over my family. And I've kept that up all through the years. This morning, I awakened at three. And I got up at three o'clock and went into my prayer room and had a time of prayer. So I started out my day with prayer. I believe in prayer. Prayer is the key that unlocks the throne of God's mercy. It's not some new formula. You know, God doesn't have a new system of prayer. Daniel had a system of prayer and we need to get into the same system of prayer. And that's what I'm trying to do. I pray over my nation. I pray over the nations that God has spoken to me about. Right now, I'm praying over the nation of Kashmir. Just uh, the other day, I did a a pastor's conference by Zoom in the nation of Kashmir. And Kashmir is a dangerous place to be. Uh, It's a nation that is claimed by both Pakistan and India. And uh, I I decided not to go there in person, but to do a, a pastor's conference. And I just did a live video with hundreds of pastors together in that nation. So I've been praying over Kashmir. I've been praying over other nations as the Lord uh, leads me. I've particularly been praying over French-speaking Canada. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was in Toronto for our annual board meeting. We also had a uh, a, a live event. We had a, a, a partner rally. 
Uh, and lots of miracles happened that day. And then I preached uh, in a church on Sunday morning and Sunday night, church pastored by a good friend of mine in Toronto. And so I was sharing my heart with the board about how I want to touch French-speaking Canada. French-speaking Canada is one of the least evangelized places in the world. You wouldn't think that in the Western world, but it's true. And I'm working right now on plans uh, for ministering in, in the uh, area of Quebec, French-speaking Canada. I love those people. I want to be a blessing to them. I want to teach them on healing, the Holy Spirit, and seed faith. So I've gone to prayer over Quebec, over French-speaking Canada, and I'm believing God uh, to touch them. I'm having one of my books translated into French uh, up, in that, up in that region, uh, to, uh, and, and the kind of French that they speak there. I have one of my books translated into, the, the, into French as spoken in West Africa, but they speak a different form of French. Uh, actually, they speak a little higher level of French in French-speaking Canada. And so I'm having it translated so it ministers to them in a better way. And I've made that a matter of prayer. Of course, I pray over my family. This morning, I prayed over Lindsay and our daughters, and I prayed over our ministry, and I prayed over believing that God would guide my steps. I believe that God guides the steps of a righteous person. Well, you say, well, I don't know if I'm righteous or not. Well, do you believe God? If you believe God, then you're righteous. The Bible says Abraham was accounted righteousness because he believed God. It's not something you go out there and attain. It's, it's something you get because you believe God. He was accounted unto righteousness because he believed God. So I'm challenging you today to be like Daniel. Be a man, be a woman of prayer. Prayer is the key to unlock the throne of God's mercy. And I pray often during the day, not just early in the morning. I had a time of prayer uh, just, just a, well, maybe 30, 45 minutes ago with my wife, you know, after I'd prayed already at three o'clock this morning. And I'll pray several times. She and I have an appointment to go to this afternoon. As we drive in the car, we'll be praying. As we drive back home, we'll be praying. It's not something I do seven days a week, 24 hours a day, but I do it often because I believe it makes a difference. It helps uh, settle me down. It helps guide my path. It helps gets me, helps keeping me on the right track. And I thank God for that. And I urge you today, be a man, be a woman of prayer. And Father, I thank you for an opportunity to be on this podcast today. I pray that the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart are acceptable in your sight and are a blessing in the lives of people. And my dear friends, I pray over you today, no matter where you are, no matter what you've been through, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing, I pray for the Lord Jesus Christ to be your strength, to be your stanchion, to be right by your side and inside you at the same time by the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray for the Lord to heal you in every area of your life, from the crown of your head even unto the soles of your feet. I believe God for you, and I'm sending his word today to you. According to Psalm 107, verse 20, which says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. I am believing this for you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Praise God. If you feel like you need further prayer, you can always call us at the Abundant Life Prayer Group. The number to call is 918-495-7777. That's 918 918- 495-7777. Or you can send your prayer request by email. Just simply go to richardroberts.org slash prayer. And you can send me your prayer request. Not only will our prayer partners pray over the request, but then they will bring the request to me so that I can hold your name and the needs that you sent in in my hands and pray and believe God. And by the way, two other things I'd like to mention. 
You may not be aware that we have a new online healing network. Just simply go on the uh, online to the App Store and download the Healing Network, or go to our website richardroberts.org and there are special instructions. It's a seven day a week, twenty four hour a day online internet network, and uh, we're doing some live programming on it as well. All the programming is from our ministry. And it goes way, way back into the 1950s to the old black and white films of my father, Earl Roberts, and the Tent Crusades, which I believe will be a blessing in your life. Just simply go to richardroberts.org to get information or go to the App Store. It's free and download the Healing Network. Also, one more thing. You also may not be aware that each Saturday night, no matter where I am in the world, I do a live telephone conference prayer call. Hundreds of people are on that call every Saturday night. It's at, it's at uh, 11 o'clock Eastern time. That's 11 p.m. Eastern time Saturdays. And also uh, that's 10 p.m. Central time. Thank you, God bless you. Thank you so much for being with me today. And I'll see you next time on the Expect a Miracle podcast. We have just launched the Healing Network. It's all healing all the time. This new 24-hour network is your place for live healing prayer and anointed messages, as well as the classic and timeless sermons of Oral Roberts. And we have new original programs coming soon. Available online or on demand, just look for The Healing Network on your favorite app. For more information, go to richardroberts.org slash thehealingnetwork.